Hi guys and welcome to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world and this week is no exception. If you're watching this on YouTube, hello, welcome on in. If you're listening to this on your favourite audio platform device, thank you and hello as well. Um, so uh, this week I sat down with Adam from the band As Everything Unfolds. As Everything Unfolds are one of those fantastic, fantastic new bands that have sort of broken out in the last few years and I am really, really grateful that I got the opportunity to sit down with Adam. Um, we had a chat that lasted nearly an hour and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, their new record is out now everywhere. Go and check them out. Go and check them out when they're touring again. Um, fantastic band. Go and check them out. Enjoy the podcast. Peace. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And this week we are going to the United Kingdom, where we reside at the moment, uh, for episode 129 with Adam from the band As Everything Ooh. Unfolds. How are we doing? I'm doing love that baby. energy. I love that energy on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you the party starts on Wednesday. Absolutely, Monday, absolutely. Tuesday to recover, and then yeah. five, day, five day weekend, surely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so, as I said, uh, just literally ten seconds ago, you welcome to the podcast. Um, it's uh, an absolute pleasure to have you on, and I just want to do a massive shout out to your PR people because we've been back and forth about this since well, like <laughs> since like March, and I get it. We're all busy, but thank you for giving be gracious with your time. It's, very man, it's, good. it's so funny. Like some things, like it just never works out. Somebody can't do something. Something doesn't happen. Yeah. And then it's like, can you do that day? Oh, no. What about this one? No, I can't do that yeah. one. What about this one? Constant cycle until... And we got say, there in shout, the end. And that's the important Shout out to Hannah for being an absolute star and bearing with my constant really relentless good. emailing. <laughs> <laughs> um, in any case, um, As Everything Unfolds is a band who personally, to me, I have found out about... So I have a few select people in life mm -hmm. who I trust their musical opinion, generally speaking. Yep, and if someone that. says to me check this band out and i'm like okay i'll add it onto the list of everything else i have to do in general life you know how it is um but my friend lee was pretty persistent he was like have yeah. you checked out i said yeah give me a minute give me a, i'm on it i'm on it <laughs> and then um basically you guys played download festival which mm -hmm. i uh, didn't attend this year unfortunately but he came back and went matt just fucking put everything down i swear to god listen to fucking <laughs> so i know all right i did and then it was like, oh, it makes sense. It's perfectly up my street. And just, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it totally hits with me. So, and it's one of those things, I'm in a position within this podcast where I get to chat to people like yourself. And mm -hmm. generally speaking, I don't chat to people I don't like in terms of musical, at, le at least yeah. anyway. I tend to pick and choose because I'm in that kind of position where not that I can, but if I get offered, I'm like, well, they're not quite for me. And that's fine as well. But I want to start at the beginning because everybody's kind of got a story and everyone's got mm -hmm. kind of uh, how they got to where they are. So I kind of want to know, in, in your own words, I guess, how you sort of managed to sort of get into music, pick up a guitar, and how you got to where kind of you are now. And I realise that's a huge question. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's fucking big leeway thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't even know, man. I, I, I started playing way back in the day. I started playing bass when I was at... Uh, 
at school when I was like mm-hmm. 11 or 10 or something. And I think it was just a couple other boys uh, in my group or whatever. They were like, yeah. they were super into guitars and stuff. And I was like, well, I really want to play guitar. But like both of you are already playing guitar. So yeah. I guess I'll play bass and, and that's fine. And like, I, I loved rock music and everything at that yeah. time anyway, because all my mm. dad plays is, is like Brian Adams and Meat Loaf nice. and Thin Lizzy and everything. So like every family holiday, I would hear yeah. like the summer of 69. Amazing. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the entire um, Battle Hell album, which is a amazing banger of an album. As Absolutely. As um, and like, I played bass with them for a little bit and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I, I was mm. like jamming and vibing and stuff. And that kind of got to a point, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to play guitar. Like, I, I can't be asked. Like, I'll play bass for you guys whenever you want. But, like, I kind of want to play a bit more guitar just because it's, like, the cooler one, you know? It's I, I think, stupid. Yeah. I think the bass is such an underrated thing because it, it's, like, oh, yeah. the linchpin that holds everything together. Like, you know, drummer holds the beat. Bass is what keeps everybody level to allow the guitarist and whatever else to flourish off into whatever directions while keeping the main central focus. But, again some people would allude to it's not the cool instrument to play in a band i think basses are really cool they're totally underrated i mean Personal i'm speaking, not gonna but, lie you know. like george george obviously bass player for AU. yeah of course i'm so fucking jealous because i watch him on stage just going crazy and he's got these like chill bass lines and he's just having yeah. a great time and i'm standing there doing my bits fucking <laughs> tap dancing with my fucking pedal with five fucking Honestly, like he'll run around and we'll jam for a little second and then I have mm. to go off because I'm like, oh God, Pat's changed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so I get really jealous because he just kind of like vibes out and I'm like, yeah. I can only really vibe with you for like small periods of time. Mm. I'm like, I don't know how no, I mean, I've got short bass playing fingers anyway, so I can't. Like, right, sure. So I should probably play bass anyway. <laughs> but like, I do get really jealous that he does that. And yeah, like, for sure. I've played in bands since I was 11 in one form mm-hmm. or another, either like yeah. school bands or fucking like cover bands or, or whatever. I, I was yeah. a drummer in a band at one point as well. Just, I was like, fuck. Nice. I, we bought a drum kit for, um, I think way back in the day when, uh, when AU was just sort of starting out and it was just a mess of stuff. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, I just really, I just want to play drums. I'm just going to buy a drum kit and I'm just going to play the fucking drums. And I was in a band. I couldn't really play the drums, but like I was yeah. having a nice time. And yeah, like, absolutely. That's the reason I think you should play music. It's just because you're having a nice time. Absolutely. Like, don't do it for money. Don't do it. No, for no. <laughs> just do it because you fucking like yeah. it. Because chances are you're not going to make it. Chances are you're not going to make any money. So you might as well have fun. On well, the journey, what I was going to you know? what I was going to say is it's kind of like you say that, but you guys um, are heavy nominated uh, nominees for a start. Yeah, straight that off the bat. Cool. Um, which is very cool. Um, I read online as well that you your album has been streamed over 10 million times across Kerrang, Roxanne, Metal Hammer, and oh. the fucking Guardian of all oh, yeah. <laughs> That was very <laughs> a national cool. newspaper as well. You we know didn't what I mean? Find so... out until like basically it was happening. It was like, oh, by the way, it's in the Guardian. We're like, oh, <laughs> so with without um, you know, do you do you feel like when you have something like that happen, you can go to to your nan or your or your the distant cousin or someone and go, see, look, what I actually do, like all of the time, actually is worth something because it's edge, you know what I mean? <laughs> to the yeah, normie, so to speak. <laughs> a little bit like I, I'm not really um my family's not like crazy close with, with stuff anyway, mm. just because yeah, we all sure. live around around the world yeah. and everything. And then like a couple of weeks back, um my cousin was like, Oh hey. 
I've seen you guys are doing crazy cool stuff. You're, you're yeah. in the Netherlands soon. I'm going to come and see you and stuff. Let's have a beer. Let's let's reconnect and stuff. And I was like, well, that's fucking yeah. cool. It must be yeah, good absolutely. enough that like, you want to come and see me. Because otherwise absolutely. you'd be like, otherwise you'd look at it and go, oh, I'm not like, I get that we're family, but I'm not fucking coming to watch that. That must be awful. You know? Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing as well. So we're kind of doing this, this podcast and things. So literally had a conversation with someone at work and they were mm-hmm. like, oh, what are you up to after work? And I'm like, I've just got so straight. I've got literally two festivals next week. I've got like six <laughs> podcasts to record. And they're like, what? And it's just like this alien concept. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the thing I do. And they're like, well, you never said. I'm like, we never asked. And sometimes it's, oh, it's that weird disconnect of people saying, well, you never asked, but I'm not going to say. And it's kind of it's kind of a weird one. But um, mate, I'm one yeah, of those people. Like, <laughs> if you want to know something, ask me. I'll, I'll tell you whatever yeah. you want to know. But I'm not going to sit... I think, don't you, do you ever feel like it's like you're bragging or something? You just bring it up and you just start, yeah. oh yeah, I've done this and I do that. I'm like, do you know what? Just, do you know we're what the, all just people chilling, you know? Literally, the, the biggest thing that I have, I struggle with is I've got an insanely big gob and I can't keep it shut a lot of the time. <laughs> so it tends to be when I read, in the, I get really excited, I get an email from a PR company and then there's the word strict embargo and I'm like, I really want to go on the group chat and be like, by the way, <laughs> have you sit and calm, not allowed. Um, but <laughs> that's the, that's the point. Um, but obviously, since that conversation with my friend Lee, I have mm-hmm. listened to the record and I consistently listen to the record. It's fucking class. Um, so with within each lies the other. That is a hell of a title to Mouthful, say, isn't it? Yeah, Same absolutely. With the name as well. It's... <laughs> that was one of the times. I wasn't going to bring this up, but it, it did um, because again, I've got literally so many things going on. Yeah. There is you guys, obviously, I'm chatting to, but I keep mm-hmm. getting an adverti- advertisement on Facebook for as December falls, which yeah. kind of has a very and I was like, and I said to my girlfriend, I was like, which one? Is-? Like, my my brain done <laughs> too much the last couple of weeks. Funny. But, They're um, so sweet. We saw them yeah. the other. When did we see them? Uh, at one of the Shikari shows, and we were laughing mm. at that as well because, like, yeah. People kind of see it and we're like, oh shit. And we keep getting like a mismatched. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Are you doing this? And we're like, no, we're not doing that. And they're like, are you doing that? And we're like, no. So far. Well, that's, that's the thing. You, you bring up um, obviously Shikari. And for those listeners who listen to this podcast and will know that Shikari are my hands down favorite band of all time. Um, and I, and I, I understand that you guys have been on tour with them and things like that. How, how was it? How was tour life with, with these Sick. sort of bigger artists? Yeah. <laughs> with these Everyone bigger artists and fucking things. amazing. Yeah, and they're for sure. so lovely as well. They're literally the loveliest fucking people. It's so fun. Absolutely. Because, yeah, um, obviously, Holding Absence, uh, Dream State, oh. Um, oh. obviously had Harriet as direct support for you guys on your... Um, was it the around? I can't remember. It was, the, it was like the little... Um, we tried to do like an album tribute show because we didn't get to it was tour. the L- London... Camden Assembly Rooms, I think, which was sold out. So congrats on that. That's fucking sick. Nice um, yeah, it's bloody brilliant, basically. And I like that the fact is that you can't... I don't like genres as a rule mm-hmm. of thumb. I think they're completely pointless. But at the same time, you need to have, like, little placeholders. Yes. Because, you know, if you're walking into HMV, whatever, like any record store, you're going to need to know some sort of placeholder. I'm looking for a metal album. I'm looking for a mm-hmm. pop album. And that is kind of as far as I go with genre. And I feel like you guys kind of have that as well, because it is just a amalgamation of things that, you know, on paper might not fit together, but mm-hmm. somehow you've managed, and a bit like Shikari, to be honest, kind of okay. made it work and made it interlock. And it's 
like so when we leave, when her knee was like, I was like, yeah, get Shikari, I get it, I get where you're coming yeah. from. <laughs> and the thing is, so we're how, all massive Shikari fans as well. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. How do you um, how do you how do you find that in like the recording and kind of putting a song together kind of approach? Because obviously, you know, a conventional band, so to speak, would be a, a singer, guitarist, bass, drums. Mm-hmm. You're not the conventional band in that respect because obviously you've got the keys in there as well mm-hmm. and the synthesizer bits and bobs. And it is just like one minute. Um, I've forgotten your uh, front person's name now. Charlie. Charlie, there we go. Thank you very much. Um, she'll be, you know, doing like clean vocals and then it's kind of like more aggressive vocals. And it's kind of like, it is a lot to kind of get your head around. So I'm listening to it as a fan thinking, well, this is a fucking lot. I can't imagine what it's like <laughs> for you guys in the studio to go. So I've got this guitar bit and the, the bass and the drummer are like, are you taking the piss? Like, <laughs> there's there's you know been what I mean? a couple, I mean, there's there's been a couple bits where they're like, fuck, it's just ridiculous to play and like we've had to <laughs> tone it down a little bit. But we, I yeah. mean, we tend to, in that particular album, yeah. there was lots of stuff where like I would sit down and just write the, like you know the whole shell structure of everything and go this is yeah this is an idea I've got and it's how it flows and everything else what what do we think and then if it's like oh yeah that sounds cool and stuff and then John will go okay how can we add on to that how can we make more of this how can we um, yeah what's the word either intensify like the heavy mm-hmm. bits or like make the softer bits more uh, like emotional and, and and whatever so it feels like a journey I, I think we we definitely try to make a certain atmosphere so that mm-hmm. Charlie could get her hands on it and just lose herself in the track and just feel absolutely. what needs to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah absolutely. It's just like, th- that's always how we've kind of tried to do it. We try to write some stuff together in the room sometimes, but like mm-hmm. it feels nice to have almost like we'll sit down and make loads of stuff mm-hmm. and then go, what takes your fancy, Charlie? What What's feeling... Yeah, right for sure. you in the moment and everything else and so like one day she'll be like yeah this heavy one is feeling sick as fuck mm-hmm. let's do that let's mm-hmm. go all out and other times it's like oh you know what? let's go for more from more chill one that that feels like the right kind of vibe and you've just got yeah, a selection yeah. to kind of feel what good but it's all like the same dna and i think that's yeah, how we get sure. away with it is that like even though some of the songs are so different the mm. core is the same you know Absolutely. And, and I think that's the thing with obviously um, the like Spotify, Apple Music mm-hmm. and all those kind of uh, platforms, you can listen to absolutely anything. Oh, yeah. Um, and that, that's the joy of it. So as, as, as I sort of mentioned before, the fact that you've kind of got the genre boxes of back in the day of you're a rock mm-hmm. band, you're a deathcore band, emo band, whatever it may be, doesn't really matter because um, so, for example, in two weeks time, I'm going to Arc Tangent Festival. And I'm seeing a black metal infused jazz band. If you could even imagine what that sounds like. That sounds cool as fuck. I'm fucking terrified. It's going to blow no, my head off. <laughs> It'll be, be so amazing. Sick. It'll be so sick. But it's kind of like on paper, it's like, again, like that doesn't make fucking sense. But, you know, and with Spotify, you guys are part of what I would call that generation who are really like, I don't want to say profiting, but really rising because of things like Spotify, because it is yeah. just like, you're, you are, you know, a very uh, young in terms of, you know, uh, young band yourselves. Mm-hmm. And also as a band, you kind of using that to rise to prominence and rightfully so, because, you know, the old guards will always stay where they are and that's fine. Oh, good, yeah, and they will. I, I have this conversation with so many people and it's like, eventually 
Metallica, Slayer, da da da, whoever, whoever, are going to need to go away because they can't. They're going to eventually like die and like kill off. And then it's like, who are going to headline these festivals? You know, and to my mind, it will be people like you guys and bands like you that rise up the ranks, and it's you know breaking that glass ceiling, so to speak. So it really I think is. that's really cool, man. But if you think how how long have Metallica been going for? Yeah, absolutely. I don't fucking fucking know. Like, how long have the Rolling Stones been going for? Yeah. Since the beginning of time. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And, like, people, some people get a bee in their bonnet about it. They're like, oh, they're headlining these festivals and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but they've worked for years to get to that point. Absolutely. At one point, they'll have been where we were. Okay, different generations, different stuff and cool and whatever. But just as we get older, it'll happen. I mean, it's already starting to happen to bring me, and they can't be. God, they can't even be yeah. 30 yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Where are absolutely. they going to be when they're 65? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for you know a break I mean? from Blake's pit. Enormous, uh... you know? <laughs> but that's how it goes, absolutely. man. And you can't hate yeah. it. That's just the way... No, no, the... absolutely. Absolutely. It's the way of the beast, isn't it, really? And that's the thing. I, I just think that's kind of what I'm trying to do here as well, is trying to champion and help champion younger bands that, mm-hmm. you know, don't... I don't want to say like you need the leg up in that respect, but like you don't need to spend your time here. But if you do want to, I'm you know, part of that driving force that's going to help push the push the people to you guys, if that makes sense. It, it really um, does. Because you think if everybody already knows who Metallica are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, if, yeah. if I say Metallica, you go, oh yeah, I know who they are. If you go, yeah. as everything unfolds, not everyone's going to know who they are. So you have, mm-hmm. it needs more... Yeah, going. absolutely. It's, it's only, I mean, it's, we've not been going that long, really. You know, it takes time. But that that being that being said, you've you know you've had your um this the summer. Obviously, we're in the peaks of the summer in August. It's currently stupid hot in the UK. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. Worse in Europe, man. I, I can't even like. We were melting in the van, melting. I picked up a yeah. bottle of water and it was hot. Like you could have put a oh. tea bag in it and it would have been perfect. It was disgusting. <laughs> Honestly, disgusting. <laughs> So that that kind of do you like tour life? I, I guess when you're, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to be as uh, to ask you how old you are, but I mean, I'm clinging on to my to my twenties. Just I've got about six months till I turn thirty. Um, so the thought of, and again, I don't have responsibilities in terms of like you know family and whatever else, mm-hmm. but like the idea of going on tour is great for someone like myself, and obviously even for you guys being, I, I'm assuming younger would be just like the ultimate experience saying, let's get in the van with my mates and just fucking have at it, you know? That, and we'll just play to anyone who, anyone who have us, you know, and just absolutely smash it. Well, that's, that, that's definitely how I feel. Like, I, I, mm. when, when we go on tour, I just want to like, I just want to be rock and roll. I just yeah, want yeah. to drink loads, <laughs> fucking party, play a rock show mm. and, just, and just carry on to the next thing. But it's always Absolutely. like, there's only so long you can kind of do that for until it starts catching up with you. And I think we were getting yeah. to a point where um, there's a couple of the other boys in the band with me and we were like, right, we won't start drinking till 2.30. You're like, 2.30 <laughs> is the thing. It's like, because, no, no, it sounds crazy, right? Because it, but we were like, if we start at 2.30, have a couple, by the time yeah. we get on the stage, we're like yeah. rising up. Because we did a, we, when we were younger, we made the mistake of like, as soon as you get in the van, Mm-hmm. cans are coming yeah. open it's like nine o'clock in the morning and we're just getting wasted on the euro tunnel go to europe you know and yeah. by the time you've got to play the show you're crashing like you're you're crashing so hard <laughs> and it's really hard to bring it back up again so we're just like trying to yeah. find where's that like perfect sweet spot of having enough because everybody who watches a show is drunk 
and is their yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of want to be on the same sort of level as them yeah when absolutely. you're on stage there's like a connection you don't have to yeah, have yeah, that, obviously like not everybody yeah. needs that but it's nice to have that like they I, I think doing, i think I you used the word, doing you know you use the word vibe and i think that's a really good way of describing it it's it's it is a vibe and that's the thing when you when you go to um you know a download uh, a bloodstock even someone like glastonbury mm-hmm. someone like that it is essentially a giant metal of uh, metal to the masses that's blah, 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 <laughs> um battle of the bands is what i was thinking of the word i was thinking of exactly so and essentially you're kind of fighting for your audience if you know you see someone what i always imagine being on stage as a guitarist basis whatever it may be mm-hmm. and then you have someone walk past the thing because this happened to me as a, as a music fan I've walked past and gone, oh, that that guitar lick has pricked me ear up, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna dive, it. and that could be your next favorite band. Exactly. Um, and it's it's kind of you know if you're absolutely hammered <laughs> because you've spent the last four hours drinking on the in the van to get there, and you know you're putting all you're doing um, you're doing physically what you have to do, playing mm-hmm. the notes and whatever else, but at the same time you're just like, oh god, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> So like it kind of it comes off that way, but um, there's a weird yeah, balance, I... man. Because like so, I went out and I do so as well as like playing in a band. I mm. also do like the other side. I, I mix bands and stuff as well. Yeah, for sure, and amazing. I, and I went out on tour. Well, I say tour. We, we did a couple of dates with um, mm. Exist Immortal. Um, amazing, Tom man. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Mikey, who's like he's mm. one of the guitarists, kind of. I think he does mainly the lead parts. They, they yeah. both, him and Kurt, they share them, but he does more of them. Yeah. Oh my God, my man. He, he, <laughs> he can put a drink away. He yeah. really can. But he goes on stage <laughs> and I've never seen anyone play guitar that fucking well. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Like, to be able to be on the exact same level as the drunkest person in the crowd and still <laughs> shred like it's nothing is disgusting <laughs> to me. It's a gift that like, if I had it, I would abuse it all the fucking time like all the time (laughs) so i don't i you know i i don't often say this question because i asked this question with a Mm -hmm. particularly um older band of fuck it it was that the podcast is out is with anvil right okay um the band anvil and i said to i said to um to lips i was like what's uh do you have any crazy tour stories and he literally just went you know what i've been here since 1990 and i was like It's like he's the most lovely guy. He got my level eventually and understood kind of where I was heading. But like, do you guys have any kind of crazy tour stories that either you guys have been involved with or you've just seen from a side? And again, I don't want names or anything like that because I don't want to dig um, anybody out. But have you got anything that is there? Yeah. I'm always really bad because like I always, as a unit, we've got loads of stories. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can never... Somebody brings up the story and go, oh yeah, the only one that's coming to my mind at the minute, and it's not even that like a crazy tour story, then we definitely have some, but you'll yeah, have to ask me after. I'll, I'll do Yeah, yeah fair. Myself, I can't remember. But the one that fair, always, no, like, that's fair. The one that always sticks out to me was when we went to Europe for the first time. And this was mm. such a weird thing to happen as well. Like we were passing through um I think we were going from it was like Czech to Germany or something mm-hmm. or we've just been what's south of, of czech I, oh, I wouldn't ask me about geography my geography is terrible <laughs> Amen. it's no good I, I think we were coming through yeah, czech. <laughs> we stopped at this little like a service station type thing everyone's yeah. coming off everyone's wankered they're coming off the bus off the van you know to go to the bathroom yeah. and everything and like 
in there you have to pay to go through um mm -hmm. you have to pay for the toilet because whatever yeah. that's just what yeah. they do and like you're paying you just put your and just walk through or whatever and then like the old guitarist um owen he was walking through and he tried to put his euro in the thing and like the machine didn't like it and then the the guy that obviously run the place came over and started shouting at him in check. He was like, rah, rah. And I was just there like, what the hell is going on? He was like, rah, 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 you're Hitler, you're Hitler. And he's just there going, I'm what? trying to pay it with a euro. Why are you calling me Hitler? What? And he didn't get to go. Like he, the guy basically just kicked him out and he didn't even get to go to the bathroom because like wow. paying for a euro for these, I don't know if they've got beef. They don't want to be in the yeah. EU like apparently most of the UK does or whatever. So he wasn't happy about it. That's mad. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. Every time we've been to check before, everyone's been really, really lovely. But just this one guy is just having this having, one having guy. Off day. Uh, just, but it's so, that's such a strange. In, I mean, it's horrible <laughs> insult, but it's such a strange left of field really kind of just. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> what part of that made him go? Euros, Nazis, Hitler. This man. This man is actually Hitler. He's come again. <laughs> And he's trying to pay for my toilets, and he's not using specific check money. You're using European money. I won't allow it. Get out of my <laughs> service station. <laughs> That's so mad. That's <laughs> so mad. He was really pissed. He came back to us. We were like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, so that's much. absolutely mad. Oh dearie me, that's that is funny. I like. So that. he's not really like a you know sex. No, that is that is just so weird. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I was going to say because, like I say, I, I think that you know, once you once you sort of accumulate a few stories, I genuinely think every band should put out like some sort of book or like memoir of just tour stories because, like, you know, being on tour and being around, you, you know, bandmates, friends, and people, you know, you mm -hmm. must have a lot of them. So it'd be quite nice to kind of get those anecdotes out there. But at the same time, keep them for yourself. It, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I thought that'd be funny. But also, we talked before, really mm -hmm. randomly. Sorry, like yeah, no, no, no I you're love fine. cooking as well. Like I really <laughs> yeah. like cooking, and we were like, oh, I think there's been like some random times where we've cooked stuff on tour, just yeah. in like random Airbnbs and stuff. And we were like, oh, wouldn't yeah. it be really funny to make like a tour cook cookbook or whatever? Oh fuck yeah, I'd be. It's like you know <laughs> making noodles in a kettle or something, and then like you know you're, you're frying a steak with an ironing. With a, yeah. with a fucking iron or something, and then just make a little, and then just sell it on the merch table, and it'd be like you know a couple of quid, yeah, and it's got some yeah, stupid absolutely. like, oh here's how you make, Adam's but that's the thing, steak in a an Ibis budget, <laughs> but that's the thing though that um, memes are such a thing that sell on the internet, oh, and I think I think you're the you're that age and that kind of age as a band where you can totally capitalize on that. Oh, so yeah. when you see we almost mentioned Metallica, when Metallica do something like that, it's like oh that's real cringe. Like, yeah, yeah, you, know, you, you don't need to do that. You've got everything you need. You don't need that. But like someone like you guys, and again, do like a I don't know, like say 25, 50 limited run of Adam's <laughs> grilled steaks. And just, it would just be a thing, you know. So <laughs> I remember there's um a, a band who I'm particularly fond of, um, Condra. They done mm -hmm. a meme of the guy from um Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah. Um and they just put on the back, the riffs keep coming and they just keep coming and they just like the whole they thing. They just keep coming. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and again, they're doing like a hundred and it's just iconic, like an iconic piece of merch they have. So really that is good. very funny. thing is, even like, even quite big bands, I mean, I've seen Periphery do, they do quite a few like mm -hmm. meme type shirts and they always seem to yeah. sell. And I see people Absolutely. wearing in the, in the streets and stuff. 
Absolutely. I think I think that's the thing, because, you know, as a as a rock fan, metal fan, whatever, like if you wear a, a band shirt out in public and you see someone who wears the same or similar type of music, you're oh, like, yeah. hey, hey. Yeah. And, you know, and it doesn't even have to be that extreme. It could just be a wink or a nod. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? um, but if you wear a, a meme shirt, that's universal. They might oh, not God, understand yeah. the meme, but they understand that you understand Internet culture. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, so I was talking about tour stories and things. Have mm-hmm. you been lucky enough i guess to kind of meet anyone like your heroes and things and how have you found other bands uh, again i don't really want to go down if, if any negative experience but any sort of positive experiences you've had um i'm trying to who, who have we met we've met um oh remembering things is never my photo yeah no, you're it's, it's really funny because it's like even stuff like Meeting Shikari, well, I mean, mm. I say even stuff like meeting Shikari is if no, it's no, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, they're just like out and about. Like, yeah, that was a real, like, oh, shit, okay, this is this is cool as fuck. Like, yeah, you know, t- to have loads of their albums since when we mm-hmm. started as a band, to then yeah, be able to sure. meet them and, and just to be like colleagues because they just chat and have mm-hmm. a conversation with you like normal people, like, for sure. That's and that, that's, that's crazy. Thing. So I, I am, um, you know, like I said before, I'm the biggest Shikari fan and I've put the inquiries out to them. And, mm-hmm. and at the time they were on tour and they don't do interviews on tour. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. And then I sat back and thought about it. I'm like, am I actually physically going to be able to sit on a voice call with Ra Reynolds? Am I actually going to be able to do that? Like, because I'm just like, I would just fucking fanboy out. I can't help it. Do you know what I mean? And I'll I, be honest. I, it was the same feeling. Yeah. There was a little bit of like, whew. Yeah, exactly. Game face and just kind of push for it. And then like, I think (laughs) we were chatting with them after, um, after the show in Middlesbrough and we were all just like on our best behavior, just chatting. Yeah. 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 Like you kind of leave after that. Everyone's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, there was something else that I'm just going to say and it's, it's completely. Oh no. Oh, it's gone. They go on. so my memory's a bit weird, but I, I do remember yeah, yeah, so yeah. I met Benji from Skin Dread. Uh, um, <sighs> Love Skin Dread. Yeah, yeah, Benji's um, It wasn't Full Force. It, was it Grass Pop Festival? No, it was... Whatever. One of the... I can't remember. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of those. <laughs> one of those. Um, and... Rock for people. It was rock for people. Rock anyway. for people. So like, there we, we go. Just, Over there. We just kind of had um, some like lunch in the cafeteria and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his dressing room happened to be like you had to walk through from there and some other bits. And his yeah. was on the walk back sort of thing. Yeah. And as I was walking past him, I was like, "Oh, hey, Benji." And he was like, "Oh, hey, man." And I was like, "Oh, um, you know, we saw you guys at Download. Like you're sick as fuck. Mm. Obviously, he knows that already." And I was like, "Your outfit yeah. was so fucking cool, man." Like. Yeah. Like how was and he was like, oh man, yeah, it was cool. He was like, oh, come and look. He was like, it was too hot today, but come and have a look in my yeah. dressing room. What I was gonna yeah. wear today, and I was like, okay. And he just led me into his <laughs> dressing room, and then like, I think it was me, John, um, and George. Yeah, in yeah. the band, we, we just just followed me. We just followed him, yeah. and we we're like, we're going to Benji's dressing room. We're gonna go and see like <laughs> this stuff. And he showed us this outfit he had, and it was like, um, so it was like a black, black with flames and um. Like the the secret, yeah, the the uh, little studs, 
little study thing. I can't remember what they called yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. I know, I know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the jacket, and he had the trousers, nice. and he had these like he had these Gucci shoes that were like sparkly <laughs> silver and everything. And he came, he just, come out with me, come outside, come out. And like, he's like, I've got to show you them in the sun. And we're like, okay, we're going to come with you. And as, as, as he walked past, we were with um, Pearl, who's our photographer. And yeah. uh, we were with, were we Danny? Were we with our tour manager? And as he was like, they were just sort of outside because they were like, where the fuck have these boys gone? And we came yeah. out. He's like, comes out with his shoes in his hand. He's like, strutting stuff. And he's like, sorry, ladies. And he's just like, walked past them. And then just showed, look, look at me sparkling in the sun. And we were like, that's so cool, Benji. They're amazing. I literally, so I've, I've met... I've met been I've met Skindred in a, a signing tank capacity at, at Bloodstock, mm-hmm. and um, I had like they give you like a program where then I get it to sign it, and mm-hmm. um, I got everyone was really gracious and really lovely. I got to Benji, he went, "Who else are you seeing this weekend?" And I was like, <laughs> well, "I don't know, fucking, I don't know." And he's like, yeah. "You coming here again to see him sign anyone else?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, maybe you're fucking eight now," and just put Skindred rule, fuck everybody else, and just massive <laughs> letters, so I couldn't get anyone to sign it, and I was like. That's fucking iconic. Like, he's so funny. He's such a funny like, dude. He's always joking. It's so funny. There was, the, there was one of those dude. bits of download where he was he held up some merch and he was like, "Who wants some merch?" And it was like, "Who, yeah. like, Who wants some merch?" He's like, "Yeah." And he's like, it's "Twenty five pounds." Fuck off. <laughs> he's such a dude. Like, you can't say that. He doesn't care, man. But that's so the thing. Lovely. I I think they've you know they are just the ultimate and it doesn't matter whether you're into i genuinely think you could put any person who's into music in front mm-hmm. of skin dread and i challenge them not to bob their head have a good time like you can't just the old party band you can't and you but, can't ignore his charisma either like he's like absolutely. you're gonna have a good time and you're gonna like it there is no other that, that's what's happening right now <laughs> And you know, you know what, you know what, uh, and I'm due to have um, Aria, the drummer of Skindred, on the podcast mm-hmm. at some point Fuck in yeah. the future, um, and I'm going to bring it up to them as well and say, like, Skindred Live is like watching your favorite movie. It's great, but you're kind. The trouble is, they don't change their set list very much, and I get it. Like, if you've got the bangers and you've got it nailed down, just go mm-hmm. out and do that. Why change it? But at the same time, then- I'm like, I see them on a festival bill and they're clashing with X new band. I want to check out. I'm like. I guess I'm saying Skindred, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> they're just fucking brilliant. Thing is, I know what you think is I think they're in a tough spot though as well. Mm. And like all bands get to this point eventually is that like if you don't play the bangers, people will be upset. Yeah. And Absolutely. like you're like, oh, we want to play these songs, but like we have to play these ones or people won't they won't be happy with us for not because otherwise you yeah. the set ends and everyone's like, you didn't play the big one, you didn't play this one. Yeah. And then suddenly you're the bad guys for like switching it up, isn't it? And you know what band. I I, I had um, a similar thought process when Shakari dropped um, Sorry You're Not a Winner at the set mm-hmm. list for a while. And I get it. Like, I always allude back to, you know, Metallica writing Enter Sandman. Do you think they sat in the studio and went, fuck this song. Fuck <laughs> playing this song every night for the next 40 years of our career. You know, <laughs> whatever else. Um, but, um, yeah, so they dropped it. But I think they've pretty much nailed it because they do the quick fire thing where they do like eight minutes of like four songs. Which yeah. I think more bands should implore because I think it's a brilliant idea doing like a, a, a fucked up medley. Do you guys have a, or do you personally, should I say, have a, a personal song that you absolutely look forward to in your set and you just go, fuck yeah, that's the one? Um, I get there with like a few of them, to be honest. It's, it's always mm. on the inside just because it's just so much. I, I'm so happy that it got as well received as it did because I just yeah. really enjoy playing it. 
like mm-hmm. just for the, like before we'd released the album and everything i was like this one's my favorite one just i love the riff and i love playing it and i'm like it's cool as hell but like yeah for sure i do like wallow as well like and john's got this nasty like synth intro thing that just it just sounds like doom and yeah, it's like absolutely. oh fuck it's like oh okay it's about and you know to get what? really fucking messy. You know what? I actually had a thought about this um, earlier as I listened to it. You could full on just do like a proper doomy metal thing if you wanted to. Because oh, yeah. I think every band who's got a keyboard slash synthesizer slash that kind of person in the band, just instantly better. Just instantly. Mm. Like, you know, I, I challenge people to name me one really bad band that has a keyboard player or the keyboard player makes it worse for being in the band. Yes. For you sure. know what I mean? So it just adds an extra flight. And, you know, a keyboard is, you know, everyone thinks of a key of a, a piano. Yeah. But when you're synthesizing it, you could have a fucking trombone section, whatever you want. Like, oh, yeah, a bloody drum and bass bit in there, whatever you want. You don't, don't need to worry about it. So it's I mean, really cool that it adds a different effect. It's nice. And I'm, the amount of times I've seen him play, if you play the same note, and just as it yeah, goes yeah, yeah. songs, it just the, the sound just changes. Like, it's a piano. Yeah. And then yeah. it's a little nice plucky thing, and then it's a laser, and it's just like, <laughs> and then at one point it's an air horn, and then it's the sub drop or whatever, you know? Oh yeah, the the air drop, the air, the horn and the sub drop is the one that just that beep 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 beep. So good. No, he doesn't really do it as much anymore. Oh, he, um, bring it back. That's why I we had a, we had a review at one point, and they're yeah. like, yeah, the band were really really good, but like. God, there was just too much air horn in the thing. And he was like, no, because like, I'm not doing it anymore. He's like, nah. <laughs> he's like, I don't want. And he like, he'd only used it once. So yeah, it for sure. Like he overused it, but like this one reviewer was like, nah, that air horn. And he doesn't want to do it anymore. But we're like, just do it at the end or something. Like the end of the yeah. show. Who cares? Like, but do you, you, do you guys, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining that you probably don't based on the reception that, you know, since the album, the album came out in March, we're recording this in, in August. Do you get much kind of, quote unquote bad press and how do you kind of cope with the if there is any kind of criticism I guess um we haven't really got we the thing that really annoys me is that we haven't really got any bad press and what okay. I mean by that is like no it's nobody's gone this is shit this is the worst thing yeah. I've ever heard because I kind of wanted that and I was going to like flame it on my wall and be like that's really funny <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean I always thought that'd be yeah, really yeah, yeah. nice but like we get people going, this is really nice. And people kind of going, oh, that's cool. And then people go, yeah. don't care. And then I hate the people that kind of just go, they're just like, yeah. Yeah, because that, that's the thing yeah. you kind I'm of like, want. So uh, it didn't even yeah. like make you feel anything. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. I don't mind if you hate it. Like, if you hate it, yeah. I think that's really funny. Because at least it mm-hmm. worked you up enough. Like it made you exactly. feel something, you know? It's like, the, it's like the people on social media who who leave the comments of saying, this is rubbish, or this is that's really tame. This is shit. You're all yeah. fucking cunts or whatever. And it's yeah. like, why are you that worked up about this? Jesus Christ, chill out. Like, like we must feel something. Know. But then also, yeah. like those people that comment, it boosts the algorithm anyway because it's just exactly. more engagement. I'd rather <laughs> yeah. you did that and just keep pushing it than yeah, go eh, and then just not comment and not like it, not engage with it. Because that, it, if anything, that's worse. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if you put something out and aspects. if you put something out and there's just nothing, that's almost like, oh, well, that's not good. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, but if you're getting a reaction of any side, that's, you know, that's cool. Because like, I, I, I think I was chatting to the band about this at one point and it was like, because, okay, you could release an album and, you know, it does, mm-hmm. it does good, it does bad, it does whatever. Like, let's say it does good. And then the second yeah. album, you just change things up completely. Everybody hates it, but everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it third album yeah, you just go back yeah. again 
But third album, you just go back again. Everybody knows who you are because people don't shut yeah. up about you. And then yeah. you're giving the fans what they want because you've gotten back to the old original sound. I'm like, everybody wins. Yeah. Absolutely. In some respects, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should release a horrible album that nobody likes and then bring the good album out. Do you know what I mean? But this kind of falls quite nicely back to when we were talking about the, the lack of a genre that you guys mm-hmm. kind of sit in. That it's like, well, we can lean on this, on this, even down to songs, like this particular mm-hmm. song, we're going to lean more on this. And next mm-hmm. one, we're going to lean on this. And it becomes like a bit of a, um, a smorgasbord of things and like different tastes. So, like, yeah. you know, when you listen to the album, and again, it's a cliche, but it's like a little roller coaster. You like start here, and you end here, and you know what I mean? But it's it's cool that you've, like I say, got the different elements and everybody brings something to the band. And I know that's mm-hmm. a really obvious statement, but it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool because like, there's a lot of definitiveness of the yes. different sound. And you can hear the bass. And, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like we're trying to big up the bass players here, <laughs> around here, but like, you know, we can really hear it and it's like punching through. It's not like, you know, it's not an injustice for all going back to oh, the Metallica God. chat. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so, there's no words on that, is there really? No, I mean, it's Lars very goes upsetting, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Lars with his uh, St. Anger, fuck, yeah, don't, don't, weird, because, <laughs> no, 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 because no, it's not the opinion you think it's gonna be, is because it not? Do you like it? Or, I, right, I like it. So, yeah. here's, here's the thing I don't necessarily like it or dislike it, but like, George absolutely fucking loves the album and he's also made us all watch the some kind of monster documentary like 10 fucking times so i don't even know if i like it or don't like it i just know all the songs now like yeah I know for sure with my hand so it's, I, it's not a like or a dislike i'm just yeah that's another song in the repertoire and it's cool but i must say i really like the yeah. riff for frantic and we, we keep doing yeah. it for sound check because it's just kind of nasty and we're all just like playing we're like fuck yeah this is so cool (laughs) amazing no it's that's awesome that's awesome so (laughs) i end i so as i say i'm sort of take i've said about 40 minutes 45 minutes so i don't want to take too much of your time because we're all busy people as as you well know but um i kind of on two questions and Mm -hmm. first of which is kind of quite cool for someone like yourself who sits in a band who are quite musically dexterous is what you're into Mm -hmm. so if you can, if you've got your phone handy or whatever, can you pull up your streaming services? Because I want to know what you've recently been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> that face, that face, literally, because the reason why I say it, and I, always, I sometimes <laughs> said it as saying, give me a band or an artist who people might not expect you to listen to. And it's kind of like everyone goes to the, you know, I think I had, uh, it was Ted from the, as an Australian uh, guitarist, a band called Circles. We ended up chatting about Billie Eilish for like 20 minutes. Oh, really? I'm massively into pop. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. It's a banger. Like, do you know what I mean? Again, <laughs> genreless. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's yeah, pop, yeah. But do you have any particular <laughs> bands and things that you're kind of into at the minute? Um, <laughs> <I'm> re- <laughs> at, at the minute, at this moment in time, I'm really into a guy called Billy Currington. Uh, it's like can't, country, he's, can't, yeah, he's can't. like a country artist. Mm-hmm. Just okay, can't say I know him, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, just, nothing wrong with I that. Just, I just really think the vibes are really nice. It's yeah, yeah, cool. Man. Like I come, I come home from work or whatever. I come home from a show, or yeah, and I just put it on. And I'm just like, mm. I was like, yeah, this is nice, nice. This absolutely. Is cool. yeah. But like, I, th- I think it takes um, uh, a person of a sort of a, a bit more of a higher intelligence, I guess, to listen to country because again, I listen to it and I can't just vibe with it. Where I, I think I like. Don't... Do you know what I mean? I, I know what you're trying to say. 
I never, mm. I don't feel like it's intelligence though. It, it, mm-hmm. I felt more as I've gotten older, I've gotten more into more. Okay, let's say like more diverse and more chill type. Yeah, of yeah, music. for sure. Because when yeah, I was yeah. younger, it was like deathcore is the only thing. There is deathcore, yeah. there's death metal. <laughs> I don't give a shit. If there's clean vocals, yeah. I'm not interested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like as the years gone by, I've kind of like chilled out and toned down and stuff. And I feel like some of the things that like country artists kind of talk about, they're a bit more, I guess, in that like, kind of mature kind of way. Yeah, I mean, you can liken it to, to food and things like mm-hmm. food and drink, right? So I hated for the longest time coffee. Really? And now in the last two years, I can't get off the stuff. Mate. Like, do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and it's weird that you're, and like, so when I was younger, my dad is a big fan of like red wine, for example. Mm-hmm. And he would like, he'd go, oh, do you want to go? I'm like, no, he's like, you'll like it one day. And now on a, like a Saturday night, oh, watching telly oh, with yeah. the missus, I find myself just going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and like, you'd have said that four or five years ago. I don't be saying it. But again, I think it's because I'm reaching 30. But that's another story. That's, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, I've been, I love cooking with red wine and I've liked white mm. wine and rosé and stuff, but red, I was always like, ah, and I was like, nah, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, on, on our last tour, um, I think I bought a bottle at one point and I was like, mm. I was yeah. like, this feels right. <laughs> I was like, this is nice. And so we've, we've come back from the tour um, and I just recently had a housewarming um, with nice. my girlfriend. We've just moved in yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And like yeah, basically yeah. everybody bought me a bottle of red and I'm there like, fucking hell. I'm like, I'm gonna have to drink all of it. Like it's gonna go, obviously. But like I was like, dude, I've gone from never drinking it at all and now I have yeah. so much. I think that's I'm the thing as well. Older, it's, man. it's a I think it's you know, back in when I was sort of going to shows when I was 16, 17, all the rest of it, uh, and before it was like, again, I don't want anything that's not death metal, you know, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff and, and whatever. And they'd be drinking like Jaeger. And I'm like, oh. fuck yeah, that's really cool. Like just night neck and Jaeger. And then oh. you get older and you realize what Jaeger tastes like. And you know, <laughs> it's fine in a Jaeger bomb, fine. But drinking it straight, like that's... <laughs> but then you see someone like with a gin and... I'm thinking Ray Reynolds from in Chicago with the gin yeah, and tonic gin, or the red wine. And I'm like, classy. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. So. Oh, man. Um, I have said Jaeger and I feel sick. <laughs> you know, I have, you know when you get a Jaeger bomb, I'm always just like, yeah. you're ruining the taste of the Red Bull. The Red Bull is yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah. The Jaeger is disgusting. <laughs> Please get it away from me. I usually, I usually, I don't often go out again. As I say, reach my thirties, but mm-hmm. I get to a point where my friends will be. I'll be out with friends, and they'll go. Someone, some dickhead. Normally, my friend Becca, shout back, will go. <laughs> Should we uh should we break up the Jaeger? And that's what I'm like. I'm calling the taxi. Yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah. home because I know it's all downhill from there. <laughs> but um, I'll do the shots, man. I'll do all the shots and everything. But like Jaeger yeah, bombs, but... I'm like, I'm like, I'll have one. I'll have one to yeah. shut you up, and that's it. I don't want a second one. I th- I think genuinely, I've had a conversation with her and went at the bar. I went, we're all having a nice night. Let's not do this. We're all having a nice time. We'll have a nice. Let's not fucking ruin it. Like, do you know what I mean? She's like sharpened that list. Like, we don't need to get slaughtered. We don't need to go, like, you know, go absolutely battered and live in the kebab van. Go, I want cheese and chips, please. Like, honestly, see, you know, honestly, so funny. Um, want to end on the final question that I've asked mm-hmm. pretty much every guest I've had on, and. I get varying responses and there's no right or wrong answer, but it's okay. personal to you. Mm-hmm. What is the best thing about being in a band? Best thing? 
almost enjoyable. The best thing is just it. like just like being able to like essentially like make money mm-hmm. playing music with your mates. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. how many you know quote unquote jobs can you do? You get to drink, you get to just yeah. noodle on a guitar or just smash yeah. some drums with all your mates and mm-hmm. tour around the world. Like I think it does it. You you can't yeah. like and but like it's a you know a quote unquote job. Obviously, it's not the same. Yeah, somebody who's you know laying down train tracks is not going to go to me. They're going to go, "That's <laughs> fuck off. That's not a real job." And I go, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah, I no. but I think I think every point is valid because you know when when you do press and interviews and talk to your friends, I think you're always highlighting the good times and mm. the good things about band. what they don't see is when the van breaks down, your cables don't work, fucking yeah. amp blows up, the fucking yeah. PA's not working, or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So you're always looking at the the highlights rather than the negatives. Yeah, but, um, and I guess yeah, there's a certain thing that like when you really love it and you're just having a mm-hmm. nice time all of that stuff doesn't matter. Like, the amount of times yeah. we've had like stuff go wrong in the show or like we yeah. can't make it or something happens and we just kind of go, well, yeah, you know, it, like it sucks, but like it could be so much worse. I could be stuck in an yeah. office job, hating every second of my life right now. But like yeah. I'm out yeah. on the road, I'm with my mates, you know, the sun's shining, it's all good, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, as I say, I, that was going to be my final question, but I've forgotten to do the um, the bit I need to do at the end, and that's kind of <laughs> what is what is next for as everything unfolds. God, I nearly got it wrong. I was going so well then. I nearly, I nearly did. I nearly did the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. What's what's next? Well, we're doing a little too. It's well, it's basically. I think we're we're doing a little tour in. Yeah, it's a very small tour in, in Europe in mm-hmm. uh, in the end of this month, the yep. 24th and the 26th, possibly the 27th, um, just in some shows. And then at one point, it will be album two at one point. Fantastic. Album two is coming yeah. at one point. I can't tell you anything no, else. No, that's fine. I can tell it's you that so it's coming, but I it's can't a tell TB, you any other TBA details. I can tell you that yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, I don't um, know it's very much blowing smoke up my own ass, but like, I no, <laughs> you know what? You I might think, think it's if terrible. You, no, if you if you're the biggest believer in yourself, then that's all you can be, genuinely. Because that, if you sure. if you don't believe in yourself, then you've got no hope of believing any make anyone else believe in agree. you. Agree, so, and I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant, um, Adam. It's been a fucking pleasure, my man. It's We're going to do man. We're going to do the quote fake goodbye um, and then I'll Love chat it. to you real quick after. But uh, yeah, everyone go check out the new record. Well, newish record came new, out in, in March, which is out now. New, newest record. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, out now, all platforms. Go and see them on tour if you're in Europe. Um, this will make sure this will go out before those dates start. So if there is still tickets, go and do that. Um, until next time, we'll see everybody on YouTube, favorite platforms, wherever you're watching, viewing, listening to this. We'll see you next time. Peace. Rock on. Rock on. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. That was genuinely fucking...